This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So to another challenge, of course, we're talking about funding and so on, is the student funding crisis in South Africa. And it is a crisis. Let's make no mistake about it. Well, thousands of uh, higher learning students are in limbo after the National Financial Aid uh, Scheme, um, NSFAS, that's the National Students Financial Aid Scheme, withdrew funding for some, resulting in billions being owed to universities across the country. Yesterday, disgruntled University of Pretoria students marched to the union buildings to submit a memorandum of demands over the defunding of students by NSFAS. The students claim that many of them have been unfairly defunded by NSFAS and that they were also against the new online payment system um, of their allowance. The students are demanding the Minister of Higher Education and Training, Dr. Braden Zimande, immediately intervenes to fix this, this crisis uh, with NSFAS. Shall we speak and then first to Dr. Uh, Petiwe Matutu, who is uh, um, on the, the line is with the Universities of South Africa. Good morning to you, Dr. Matutu, and thank you so much for your time. Good morning, Oh, my word. Let us, uh, I'm going to ask you to move around a little bit. That line is just not sounding too good. Um, do we just, uh, just try again? Are you there, Dr. Uh, Matutu? Yes. Okay, we're gonna try. We're gonna try and dial you back, Doctor Petra Matutu. We'll just try and get her back on a better line, um, so we can have this conversation. In the meantime, let's speak to Professor Nico Klute, who is a higher education spe- uh, um, specialist. He's also on the line um, with us. Uh, he's a former director of the Center for Higher Education Trust. Good to have you with us as well, uh, Doctor Klute. Good morning. Well, I'm feeling a bit intimidated having to speak before the leader <laughs> of the university principals. Yes, no, it <laughs> did. I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll get her back. No, uh, indeed we will. We will. We will and I'll, I'll bring her into our conversation as soon as we do. Yeah. But let's just talk on well, a... I caught, I caught the last bit of, of your program where you talk about uh, missed opportunities. Yes, yes. Mm. Now, uh, this whole student funding saga is is a list of missed opportunities. Perhaps that's what we should, mm. uh, what, what we should call South Africa. Mm. What, what, I was, in 1995, I was the director uh, of research for the Nelson Mandela appointed National Commission mm. to higher education, to, to develop policy for the new South Africa. The first thing that we did was to develop a national student loan scheme. Mm. And implemented it. And it worked for years. Uh, and it, it was mainly uh, managed by the indiv- it was managed by the individual institutions. Mm-hmm. This, but then uh, a few of the historically black institutions were struggling a bit, mm. and then they then they came with this uh, notion that they of NSFAS that they must put up a national scheme mm. and they must administering administered nationally. Mm. Of course, we know the problems that we have in this country with uh, national administered uh, things. Mm. And so uh, a, a lot of problems started developing. In, no, initially, initially they just distributed the money again to the, with the assistance of the universities. But right. then they thought, no, they're going to take it over and run it from Pretoria. Right. You know, with this government kind of logic, etc. Mm. And of course, 
there were problems and they didn't have the capacity to do it. But then, on top of that, then came in 1617 uh, Jacob Zuma's uh, big announcement of free higher education, which mm. was never discussed in the, in the cabinet. It was never discussed in parliament. It was a thing that, he, that has been done by a number of corrupt leaders in Africa. And that is they suddenly announced uh, something like free higher education in order to get popularity. Mm. Now, the problem was then, so then the, we developed two problems. The one was that they didn't have the national capacity to manage this. And secondly, we didn't have enough money to do it. Mm. Uh, uh, so so there's, now, there's two major problems now with, with NSFAS. The one is the poor administration. Right. Uh, and, and, then, and the other thing is that the government doesn't have enough money for it. So, so what the government is doing is they are reducing the money that goes from the higher education budget. They're increasingly taking money that should be going to the universities in yeah. order to fu- mm. fund NSFAS. Okay, I tell you it's what. It's actually going to have a major effect on the universities in the next few years. In fact, to that point, uh, um, let's uh, bring in, I see we have got Dr. Uh, Petiwema Tutu back on the line. Let's uh, um, bring her in. Uh, the, hopefully, the line is much better this time, Dr. Matutu. I just want to pick up with you, by the way, Dr. Matutu. Good morning, is a, yeah. yeah, she is there. Good a, morning. How are you? Fine, fine, thanks. Very happiness all around. Okay, great line. Uh, she is, by the way, Dr. Petro Matutu, the CEO of the Universities South Africa. Thank you so much as well for being with us. Let's just pick up on exactly what uh, Professor Clutis just said there about how this is going to have a detrimental effect or this is having a detrimental effect uh, on uh, um, universities themselves. This experiment with centralizing um, the way in which uh, NSFAS distributes funding. Just talk to us about what you are finding as, uh, you know, the heads of universities in terms of uh, uh, the change to uh, the change in approach, uh, what it has led to? Um, in terms of the change in approach, firstly, um, universities are not aware of who has been funded, what's working, what's not working. Mm. So it means that that's between the uh, students and the service providers and NSFAS. Mm. So they are cut off that, that loop. And then uh, the second aspect of it is that we don't have uh, integrated systems where NSFAS can pick up when a student has left a university. Mm. Um, what that means is that it's possible for NSFAS to continue funding a student who has deregistered at a university. Mm. Whereas in the past, uh, universities are able to pick up a student who has stopped going to classes and uh, who is being funded by NSFAS. Mm. So uh, there, there's that administrative hurdle which is likely uh, uh, to result in students who are not necessarily registered for the full duration of the year mm. to be funded. Mm. Mm. Um, so um, and then there are all kinds of um, uh, uh, technical uh, glitches when it comes to the funding. Mm. And the universities are out of the loop. And when the students uh, 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 protest, mm. they protested on campuses. And now all of a sudden, the management 
uh, has to be involved. In it becomes policy. your problem now. Mm. And it becomes and they've already expressed their uh, discomfort and their frustration with mm. all these things which are being introduced without being properly piloted to ensure that they work properly. Mm. So they are envisaging as a kind of a staged approach where one is sure that whatever is being implemented works. Right. But in principle, there is nothing against uh, the systems. But the problem is when they do not work and when they are being introduced prematurely without Mm. proper systems to ensure that uh, money is being saved. And there's real consequences now, as we are seeing now with this whole defunding thing. I don't know if we're going to come back uh, uh, here, Professor Kluti, because now you've got a situation where, through no fault of their own, a student is allocated funding. Suddenly they're told, uh, uh, actually, we were, you, were, you were incorrectly funded. Uh, we have to take that away. That has an impact not just on the student, but also on the university, which now has a hole there um, on its, its books in terms of the funding that was supposed to be allocated to to a, a to a student and also the in a third tier of someone who's affected here is that the the student who should have been funded if the model had been applied pro- correctly now where where i want to uh, disagree with uh, with the chair of uh, yusuf mm. uh, the the issue is not that that in principle this is correct in principle <clears throat> in principle this is incorrect there is the funding has to be administered the universities. Firstly, all the universities have got fairly competent administrative staff, mm-hmm. and they have dealt with student funding and collecting money from students, etc. Here comes NSFAS, sets up a whole lot of ANC cadres and supporters and people in the office in Pretoria who's, who's never dealt with students. Uh, how can they manage uh, a student financial aid scheme from Pretoria, uh, because this is one of the, oh, the other problems is who uh, the, the university students get money for accommodation. They, you know, they know in, in Kraftstorp or in Pretoria, they know if with now it's your line, it's whatever. Professor Klute, it's now your line that is uh, going yeah, all wonky. I can on hear us. you very clearly. Can yes. you hear me so? Yes, yes, it's still there now. We yeah. can still hear you. Yeah. No, no, I, I was saying the university administrators deal with students mm. and they've got experience in, in, in looking at issues and problems. People sitting in offices in Pretoria who, who I don't know, I suppose some of them have been at university. There's no way that they can manage a thing like this from, centrally from, from Pretoria. Mm. From the beginning, this principle was wrong. Mm. And, uh, it, it, you know, we set up the student loan scheme in '95, uh, and it worked very well, except, as I said, for a few institutions, because the administrators at the university has been, is used to dealing with students and student funding and things like that. So there has to be a, a, a decision very soon that this, uh, that the role of NSFAS is to allocate certain amount of money to each institution 
and that the institution must run the system. Okay, let me let's yeah. come back. Yeah, I wanna, I'll come back to you in a moment, uh, Professor okay. uh, Kluti. I want to come back to Dr. Uh, Matutu. Let's talk about that the impact then of this defunding, and in, in as far as uh, you are seeing it and how you are dealing with it. Because uh, whether it was by your desi- whether you uh, you know it was by your doing or not, it's now a problem that you are lumped with. As you are saying, there are all these things that have been implemented that uh, you were not really a part of the decision and around that. Now you find yourself in the situation. How are you extracting yourself from it? Uh, we're talking about uh, defunding. Yes, now I'm talking specifically oh, okay. defunding now. Uh, the issue of uh, uh, misrepresentation of information uh, mm. uh, by any students cannot be uh, uh, condoned. Mm. Uh, however, the, the the way in which uh, the defunding has been implemented has left universities. Uh, without any information, firstly, on uh, the reasons for uh, uh, defunding of of the students, and secondly, the timing of uh, of this is is very unfortunate mm. because these students were admitted by universities under the understanding that uh, they are NSFAS funded students. Mm. So, in the middle of the year, when you defund them. What is supposed to happen to the university? Because mm. the university, uh, normally you ask for the, the people who are going to be paying the fees. Mm. And now these people were in were, were We have attempted to meet with the minister for the past month without success. Uh, we believe that this will be one of the issues mm. which will be discussed uh, at that meeting. Mm. There's still the issue of... Uh, 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 accommodation capping. Yes. Those students mm. who are staying in residences mm. which are more than that amount that has been put as a cap are incurring uh, a, a, a debt. Mm. Mm. So that becomes an issue because when it comes to registering in the following year, mm. they'll be having a debt under their names. So these are issues that we feel that are urgent, okay. which need to be discussed with Minister Zimande. All right, let me quickly bring in a caller here. I wanted to, uh, one of our listeners, so Vusi, you wanted to weigh in here. Keep, keep it nice and brief. I don't know if it's a question or a comment, but just keep no, it nice just, and brief. Uh, 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 thanks, uh, Titi Moni. Mm. Uh, the issue that I have, uh, Titi, is that the NSFAS decided to defund students mm. where their parents, they earned 350000 per annum. Right. Which you translated as a net around 23000 mm. How can a parent pay for for accommodation, for textbooks, mm. for, for a university? Mm. Then you define the student in the middle of the year. That's mm. a problem that I have, uh, Pratiti, because I got you. What, what, what we know uh, uh, back then, the cap was around six hundred and something thousand right. for a female, mm-hmm. but now it's three hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, and that is obvious. That yeah. I no, absolutely. Uh, can, yeah, yeah. Can you I can comment on that. Yes, please, and just very briefly because we are out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but we keep we keep on talking about <clears throat> the symptoms of uh, the problems as symptoms. Mm. The, the fundamental issue is you cannot have a national system that sits and make. Uh, mistakes and stuff-ups, mm. but then the universities have got to deal with the problem. Mm. Uh, uh, so the system has to be decentralized back to the universities. The NSFAS can be nationally uh, allocate money to each university, but the actual administration of it, the defunding, the, the university administrators, they can know the student now must need help, the student is 
the student is, firstly, they'll know when the student is deregistered, which they don't know in Pretoria. So the, the fundamental problem of the system is <clears throat> that trying to run it centrally. Uh, mm. and, and I think there needs to be, a, so that is the thing that, that needs to be changed. Mm. Otherwise, otherwise, we'll just be okay. working on the symptoms here and there. Mm. The other quick thing for you is one of the other side effects that people are not talking about. My wife is a medic, uh, yeah. and she sees lots of uh, mothers, uh, or particularly mothers of students. Yeah. And then she asked them, now, how do you pay for this, uh, and what's your situation? And she said, well, they're unemployed, etc." So she says, but now, how do you how do you survive? She says, no, my child has got an NSFAS grant. Yeah. So that actually, is another the matter. NSFAS mm. grant is now becoming also a social grant. Yeah. Prof, we're going to leave it there. It's obviously a conversation that we need a lot more that time is a for. Very important yeah. Issue. yeah, absolutely, Professor Nico Kruta. Thank you so much. And to you too, Dr. Matutu, I appreciate your time. As I said, we, we need a lot more time to discuss all the issues that you're facing. You're facing. But I, I thank you for coming on. Thanks a lot. Bye. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.